Hope FM News. Good morning. The South African National Park says it's devastated by the loss of two of its buildings in an ongoing vegetation fire in the South Peninsula. Eight buildings, including a sand parks guest house and a garage, were gutted overnight. Over 300 people were evacuated. Susanna Gwala reports. The Wood Owl Cottage, which used to house Sandpark's guests, is little more than a charred shell. The building was one of eight that were gutted overnight. The grounds at the Sandpark's headquarters in Takai suffered extensive damage and volunteers are still on the scene monitoring for flare-ups. Spokesperson for Table Mountain National Park's Mill Collins says this is a significant loss for them. Firefighters continue to work courageously in numerous hotspots, saying they sincerely hope their efforts are making a difference. Sisanda Nkwala, SABC News, Tokai in Cape Town. These residents of Takai say they're hopeful that firefighters will contain the fire burning in the nearby forest. We're not too concerned. We know that the, the firemen are doing a great job up there. And uh, uh, also the wind has died down right now. And there's also some, uh, some rain expected tomorrow. I'm not really that close to the mountain, but it is um, really sad. Um, we always go for walks in the forest. The people being affected, I think this is Cape Town's worst fire that's happened over all these years. The commission investigating the 1999 arms deal is expected to resume this morning, with arms deal critic Richard Young set to take the stand. Evidence leaders have been struggling to bring Young before the commission to explain allegations of fraud and corruption brought by him and some arms deal critics. Pumzilim Langeni has more. Dr. Yang was first summoned to appear before the commission in July last year, but failed due to medical reasons. He's also failed to appear in January this year, saying he was still finalizing his statement. The Cape Town businessman who lost the bid to fit equipment into the coverts alleges a French company was awarded the contract due to its relations with Shabir Sheikh, a former advisor to President Jacob Zuma. The commission has already cost taxpayers over 80 million rand, with most of the money being spent on evidence leaders. And finally, 10 convicted drug traffickers, including two Australians who face the death penalty in Indonesia, have been transferred to a prison island where they'll be executed by a firing squad. The Indonesian president has approved 16 executions against convicted drug traffickers since taking office in October. Six convicts were executed in January. It's not known when the executions will be carried out. The Australian Prime Minister, Tony Abbott, has repeatedly asked Jakarta not to enforce the death penalty. We frankly are revolted by the prospect of uh, these executions. I think there are millions of Australians who feel sick in their stomachs uh, at the thought of what's uh, likely to happen to these uh, two men who uh, have committed a terrible crime, an absolutely terrible crime. But the position of Australia is uh, we abhor drug crime, but we abhor the death penalty as well. For Good Hope FM News, I'm Sibs Matiela. Get connected. Good. Good. Hope FM. Co. Za.